welcome aboard, everybody. This is this week's episode of the Out of the Rut show. Had to remember which show yeah. it was. I, I do a lot these days. Um, joined here by producer Joe. How you hey. doing, man? Doing well. Good. Our first episode in the new studio, yeah. by the way. Yeah, for sure. And it's a shit show. Yeah, it's uh, a little bit late. We're, yes. we're a little uh, late getting started from our original posted time. Yes. <laughs> But luckily, our guest today is on Mountain Time, so he has all the time in the world. We are not bumping up against his bedtime at all. So uh, welcome, Ben, to the show. Ben, how you doing, man? Good. Thank you guys so much for having me. I appreciate it. Cool. So this is a... Uh, I think this might be the most blind interview that I've done. Typically, when I'm booking guests on the show, I'm the one booking the guests, and I at least know them a little bit. Um, but you're, it's ice cold getting referred to you. This, uh, Joe kind of brought you on. So I think Joe's going to do a lot more talk in this episode than he normally does. But, um, first and foremost, you and Joe went to high school and you somehow ended up, uh, working for the Utah jazz out West. So kind of take me through that and, uh, what led up, what, what led up to all that? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been crazy. I mean, I graduated, uh, from Bradley university, which is in Illinois, uh, in 2021, I've uh, just been kind of bouncing around different internships since graduating. Um, haven't really been able to land a full-time gig. I mean, this jazz, um, this thing with the jazz is also an internship still, but at the same time, you know, I just kind of had to, I really had to figure out how to stand, stand out from where I was. Um, and that's when I started my podcast, uh, baseline podcast and, you know, these weekly videos for these last eight or so months that I've been doing it has, I think really helped me just kind of, show off what I can do um, with video and film and interviewing and all that. And I'm very, very fortunate to have this position right now with the jazz. No, that's awesome, man. So as some, so when I started, when, when we started the podcast back two years ago, it was audio only. And we, I mean, we got some great traction with it and it started to go really well. And I found two, I just, I found that there weren't a lot of well-known podcasts that were audio only. And most of the people in the podcast that I listen to anyway, um, they're either A-list celebrities or A-list athletes. And it's like, well, I can't really compete with that. Like, that's just kind of off the table. But some of the guys that seemed like they were coming from the just coming from out of nowhere um, were like comedians and kind of people in that industry. And they did a lot with video. And so and this is something that you and I talked about a lot. I mean, even early on was like, you know, Joe, you're, you're a wizard. Like you are one of the smartest people I know. Like, how do you not know anything about like video editing? <laughs> and so I choose not to, <laughs> and, and it was, it was more of a decision, yeah. or, you know, so we've been messing a lot with video lately, yep. AKA, let me rephrase this. I've been doing a lot with video lately. Um, Joe has kind of sat the bench on that one, but, um, I I'm rambling, but I, I say all that to say this. Did you go to school for video and film or is it just, uh, was it like a hobby and passion of yours that turned into a job? Yeah, I say so. I mean, not necessarily uh major in high school and uh, college. I mean, um, I did take my first video class at Catholic Central senior year. Um, but, you know, my, my overall major was sports communication, which what I liked about that major is that you could really kind of branch out into anything you really wanted. I mean, advertising, marketing, journalism, videography. Um, and I don't know, just going through school and, you know, I've definitely learned, uh, the most I ever have, honestly, this these last eight months doing the podcast, but, um, just kind of found this passion for storytelling and broadcasting and videography and all that. Um, and just kind of wanted to, I guess, grow in that 
passion too. That's awesome. So uh, the podcast called the called the Baseline Podcast. It sounds like you focus a lot on basketball, strictly MBA or college as well. Uh, no, so actually, um, what this podcast is, I actually bring in uh, different athletes, coaches, people who work in the industry, um, and just kind of do a little interview podcast with them, kind of get a little piece of their story. So, um, you know, I mean, I, I have done a lot of basketball episodes, but um, I've done baseball, football. I also have tried to branch out to a lot of the smaller end sports. I mean, figure skating, gymnastics, uh, rugby, um, softball. So, I mean, I really try to branch out and uh, cover these different sports as well. Oh, that's awesome. I think, I, I think that's almost you know, getting some of those other sports involved is pretty cool. And you'll probably find a lot of people that are really eager to talk with you because yeah. uh, we had uh, Tim Murray, uh, mm -hmm. Grand Valley State's lacrosse coach yeah. on, on uh, rather early in the show, actually. Yeah, it was probably in the first three months, three, yeah. four months. And he was a great interview. Yeah. And he was just he was geeked to talk about lacrosse because nobody like <laughs> like the majority of the world does not care about lacrosse. It's kind of a niche yep. sport. So. Um, that's awesome. Who's your favorite athlete that you've interviewed? Oh man. Uh, I don't know if I have a favorite, uh, every, I think every single one has brought a different, uh, piece to the story that I've really enjoyed. Um, there, there was one, uh, lo local man out of, uh, Jackson, Michigan, Chad Decker, um, made his pro MMA debut back in, oh man, when, when was the episode? I want to say it was in May or June. Mm -hmm. Um, really cool to talk about. And I've never really talked about MMA. Uh, so it was really cool to just kind of learn more about that sport. Um, and just kind of, I don't know, just kind of get it from someone who actually does it. No, oh, that's awesome, man. Joe, you got anything yet? I'm, I'm just trying to, to hear more from, uh, from Ben's perspective at this point. And I'm, I like seeing you trying to interview cold. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's funny. All right. So when, with the Utah Jazz now, kind of circling back to this, you're, you know, you work in, I, I guess you could call it the front office, maybe, but more so in, you know, media relationships and stuff, more in that sector, I guess, front office, that might be a bit of a stretch, but um, you're, you're not, you're not like crunching numbers and trying to figure out <laughs> if you can bring in like Brogdanovich or something like that, but nope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, so like, what are you, are you like, what's your day to day? Like, are you producing content for the jazz? Are you like going to the games and sitting courtside and like getting shots of, uh, you know, or are you just kind of like you get a something uploaded to your Dropbox early in the morning and like, Hey, we need this crap out by noon or what, what does that kind of look like for you? Yeah, for sure. So the, the actual position is, um, it's a broadcast production internship. So, uh, during the day, it is a lot of that content creation, like you mentioned. So they'll give me, uh, just kind of different assignments, um, play player interviews to cut down, or let's just say like a, a 20 second hype reel of a specific player. Or even yesterday I had to, I had to finish this, uh, jumbo, this jumbo hype open, uh, 30 second video that actually was the very first thing that they played, um, on the, on the jumbotron, uh, when the game started last night, which was oh, that's so, so cool. Unbelievably cool. So I got to, I got to see my video on the, on the big screen. It was amazing. Um, can, can we clip, can we get a cl that clip and put it in the, the description below so people can see it or do you not uh, have access to it? I will see if I can. And I'll okay. Let you know. um, nice. 
Yeah, sounds yeah. good. I'd love to, uh, you know, when we put this up on YouTube, if we could have a little link to it. Maybe if the Jazz have posted it to their YouTube feed, maybe, I, I don't know if they have or not, but if they have, I'll, I'll definitely link that over. But I, definitely I, I, I guess I'm curious with like how trademarks and stuff work like that. When you create something, how much access do you have to like, you know, on your personal Facebook, like, hey guys, I just made a cool video. Like, can you do that? Or are there all these like copyright and trademark laws involved? Um, honestly, still something I'm trying to figure out. Uh, <laughs> okay. I haven't really gone around asking that yet. So okay. you know, it's kind of stepping stepping carefully for right now and uh seeing what happens, I guess. <laughs> for sure. You're cool. you're brand new on the job and you're treading lightly. <laughs> but um have you gotten to interact with any like any of the players or coaches like personally yet, or is that not really a thing? Um, I wouldn't say personally. I mean, just here here and there, just kind of running to them saying hi. Um haven't hasn't really been that much connections uh from there but um, you haven't been there for very long though you've only been there no, for like I, I i moved out to utah um i got out here september 4th and then i started it uh around the 11th oh so, okay so you're brand you're brand new in this position so yeah, it's, it's barely been a month so you don't know your ass from a hole in the ground quite yet <laughs> but no. <laughs> no, that's awesome. everything out. but so how long is your internship for is it the whole season yeah the whole season so you know i mean could be april could be june we're not we're not expected to do that well this year so it might be more so april but um i'll be here till the season's done because you guys recently traded away one of your star players right all of our star players <laughs> so there's like a full-blown rebuild going on uh yeah there's i want to say there's like maybe four four or five players on that team that were there last year. Everybody else is brand new. Was it Donovan Mitchell they traded away? Oh, uh, yeah. Donovan Mitchell was one of them. Uh, we got some good pieces back for him. Uh, Colin Sexton, Laurie Marketing, mm-hmm. who've really been showing up so far, honestly. And then uh, rookie Ochai Agbaji, who I'm really excited for, too. He was the seventh pick this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we traded Rudy Gobert away. Uh, to the that, was, that was the next person I was going to ask about. Yeah. I couldn't remember his name. It was big, big, bald dude. Yeah. Don't think of it, but <laughs> and then you know, kind of bittersweet for me too, because uh, we then sent away uh, Boyan Bogdanovich, the Pistons, yep. who I, you know, still being Michigan boy, I do love my Pistons. So, um, happy to see him on that team, sad to see him leave here. But so, what's your what's your uh, outlook on the Pistons season this year? I've I've heard from I'm so my, my sports background, I'm big, big NFL, MLB guy. Um, don't really do college football, basketball, not really my, my thing, but I'm a casual observer of the NBA. Um, and the Pistons have sucked for a really long time and I've really wanted them to be good, but I'm not, I'm not emotionally involved, but hearing just as a casual fan, hearing the things that they've been doing and hearing the moves they've been making. Um, as somebody that doesn't know much about basketball, I feel better about the direction they're going. What do you think? You know, for the first time in the longest time ever, this is the first time I'm actually very excited and very hopeful for the direction the Pistons are going in. You know, we're still, it's, it's still a very young team with a lot of young pieces. Um, but I love who we drafted this year. I've loved all of our draft decisions the last three seasons, honestly. Um, and, you know, give it, you know, give it two to two to five years, I'd say. And we could make some noise, honestly. Do you think they're a playoff team this year? Like maybe, maybe a nine or a 10 seed sneaking in. Um, Do you think that's possible? 
you know, I, I could see them at, at their very peak. I could see them probably maybe reaching the 10, um, but I think it might still take another year or two to kind of slip into the playoffs. For sure. And I'm not saying that they're going to be competitive or go for go make a run in the playoffs. I'll say the one thing about the NBA that's interesting is I feel like there are very seldomly, very seldomly are there teams that surprise you in the playoffs because all four rounds are seven game series. So you don't have that like, you know, in in football, you can have a team go for a run because it's one game. They got to win one game to move on. You know, in basketball, it's seven for all rounds. So you kind of, you know, if you know, if the if the the one seed doesn't show up against the number eight seed for game one, well, they've got four more games to figure it out and and move on. So. Yeah, so you don't see those miracle runs in the NBA like you like you do some other sports, but um Speaking of which, my Braves are playing tonight. Big Braves fan. And uh, they they kind of were that team last year. They, they had a decent regular season, pretty average, made the playoffs, won the division, and uh, just got hot at the right time and went on an absolute heater and won the World Series and hoping hoping that they do it again. So, but so, anyway, Joe. To switch away from the things that I don't talk about, <laughs> a.k.a. sports, uh, I'm kind of curious with you getting into broadcast and videography later in life relatively speaking uh and the fact that i know your parents how did your parents background in photography kind of influence or did it influence really uh that, that kind of path for you i mean it, it definitely it definitely played a part uh i wouldn't say they never necessarily wanted me to go into a creative field uh because <laughs> it's it's definitely not an easy field to get into it definitely takes a lot of years of hard work um to really get to where you might want to be um, but you know, even growing up, I always knew that I wasn't one of those, uh, I guess, let's just say like more brainy students. Like I wasn't, I was, I was good in school, but at the same time, I was definitely, uh, more tuned into that creative side of the brain. Um, if that makes yeah, sense. So for sure. definitely a little piece of my parents, I think definitely helped with that, but, um, I don't know. Cause yeah. I was gonna say how, just for, for context, uh, both of your parents are in photography, and yep. how long have they been doing that now? <laughs> uh, for since before I was born, um, they've owned so they they own a company together, uh, Big Event Studios, and they've had that. Um, ooh, I want to say for probably twenty five years now, something, yeah. something like that. A, a little bit before I was born. Yeah, so that's for the longest time. I always remembered your parents come being the people with the camera because, like, that's mm-hmm. that was just them always for everything because. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any any band events, any anything where your parents could make it, they were there taking pictures. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, uh, I guess what's the what's the big dream? I know you got the the podcast that you started to kind of expand your your storytelling, and you've got this awesome internship. But but what's the what's the dream job for you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, it's, it's definitely fluctuated a little bit over the years. Um, but at the same time, I, overall, I want to be able to work for a sports, a sports organization at some capacity. Um, but if I had to, I guess, kind of narrow it down, I would love to do something in, you know, the creative field or broadcasting, um, some, something that can really put my kind of creative side on and really kind of just show my stuff. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. 
director of production for the Rakowski Podcast Network <laughs> has a nice ring to it, actually. Yeah, we can bring, we can bring I'm you not back sure, here. I'm not sure I can afford you yet, but yeah. <laughs> that's on the bucket list to find somebody to do all this video stuff so I don't have to. But yeah. Um, but no, that's great. Do you use uh, like Premiere Pro for your video? Oh, absolutely. Could not, could not use anything else, honestly. Okay, that's cool. So I'm using the right program. That's that's yeah. what I know. <laughs> Um, am I using it well? I don't know. I, I, I yeah. do you use like, um, what's the graphics program that After Effects. Ap, do you use that a lot as well? Or uh, I wouldn't say a lot. After Effects is something that I'm still slowly learning. Um, you know, I've kind of, I've kind of learned a lot as much as I can right now on Premiere. Um, so I'm trying to move a little bit over to After Effects, just kind of learn that because that's one of the main programs I haven't really touched on, but um, slowly doing more and more on it to try to figure it out. What is the number one advice you could give to me about using Adobe Personal Premiere Pro? Personal, uh, this, I'm, personal being a little, I'm being a little <laughs> selfish here right now with this time, but it's my show, damn it. I'll ask the questions <laughs> I want to ask. So what is your number one like advice to somebody who's just getting into video editing that kind of sucks at it and wants to throw his laptop across the room sometimes? Uh, I will say YouTube is your best friend in the entire world. A lot of stuff that I learned on these programs are through YouTube. Uh, and then, you know, just in free time, just testing different stuff out, seeing how it looks. Um, so I, I'd say just a lot of YouTube and a lot of, uh, a lot of testing and failing. <laughs> okay. No, that's good to know. Do you do any skiing? Uh, I do not. I last time, last time I went skiing, I was probably 10 years old, ran into a tree. Uh, I'd like to try it again though. So <laughs> yeah, nobody likes a quitter, Ben. Um, <laughs> so, uh, well, the reason I ask my, I, it's been on my bucket list to go out to Salt Lake city and do some skiing for, I don't know, my entire life and, uh, haven't gotten around to doing it yet. So we will, uh, we'll see him. now. I have, now I have a friend in Salt Lake city that I yeah. can bug when I, when I go <laughs> there out there. Go. So I mean, um, I've, already, I've checked out Park Place. It's beautiful. Without the snow, I can't even imagine how pretty it is with it. So. Yeah. Okay. No, that's awesome. Joe, do you got anything else? Yeah. So I guess uh, out of more curiosity, because you're the, the only other person that I know that has started a podcast recently, what was your journey like getting in? Like, what was your mindset as you, as you started everything? How did you approach it? Because I know we spent the first... I don't know how many months posting weekly and it was like two to three shows a week sometimes. And, uh, I remember that grind. So I'm, I'm curious kind of like what, uh, what it was for you that started the process, how you approached it, that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's an idea I had for, I've had for a long time, um, you know, kind of troubleshooting ideas with different buddies, um, things not working out necessarily, but, um, you know, I got a big push from my mom. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> and you know, we kind of got things going, uh, bought, bought a mic, you know, we also already had camera equipment. Um, so that part was easy and lighting and stuff. Um, but honestly, the beginning was pretty frustrating, you know, uh, definitely, definitely wanted to take a lot of different just breaks in between, uh, episodes and, you know, not very happy with the direction it was going in. Um, you know, it can be really hard to start a solo podcast too. So, yeah. Um, cause the original idea was, um, just kind of just do like a normal sports news broadcast. And I just knew that for me being solo, that wouldn't work out. So I started bringing on different guests and it kind of just turned into that, you know, getting a piece of 
different athletes and coaches and industry people's stories of how they got to where they are. Super cool. No, that's awesome. And I'll say this, I have, it, it sounds so easy to do a solo show because you're just like, because, yeah. because you have, we all have conversations with ourselves all day long. Like you're just <laughs> like, you're thinking like you're thinking about different ideas and thoughts. And if I have a thought about a certain sports thing, I'd be like, man, I should just say this into a microphone and record it. It'd be really good. But for whatever reason, there's just there's a phenomena that takes place in your brain when you sit down in front of the camera and you hit the record button and your mind goes blank. <laughs> like how many like that? I because I never set out to do a solo show. That wasn't really my yeah. uh, my my agenda. But I still distinctly are you distinctly remember sitting down at lunch with you. And you're like, I want to be Joe Rogan. Like uh, I've yeah. always wanted to talk into the the aluminum can and just be everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's literally I did want to do the interview stuff, but um Tyler and I uh long story short my co-host Tyler on the NFL show, um there were there were a handful of times like early on where I wanted to do a sports show and he lives 30 minutes from me and we were doing them all in person at that time. Um now he's got his own setup. We do everything over Zoom. It's great. But he there, the I remember, and I'll never forget this. The first time I wrote out a script, like I had everything prepared, and I sat down, and there was nobody in the room, and I got nervous. And I'm like, "There's nobody here. I'm recording locally. Like this is not going anywhere until I tell it to." And it that one 15 minute bit probably took me over an hour just to record it. So oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know, Ben, if you if you ran into this too, but I remember we we did one uh, pilot episode, I'll call it, where we were like, oh, we've both read this book. Let's talk about this book. Let's talk about a topic. Oh, we were going to do a book club. Yeah, we were going to do like a book club episode. We sit down, we record this episode, and we're like, that was terrible. There's just no, <laughs> there's no emotion in it. Like it's, we were way too scripted. Did you run into that too? Is that kind of like what led you to the interview side more? Um, yeah, I mean, I can't, I, so I started, I started bringing people on, uh, episode four. Um, mm -hmm. this, this week's episode is going to be episode 33. Um, oh. so, uh, I can't even watch my first three episodes, honestly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. The, amount, the amount of times I've wanted to scrap those episodes, uh, I can't even know. So I, I'm, I'm happy that I didn't, um, because it is nice to, you know, kind of go back and see how far I've come in a short amount of time. But, uh, those first three episodes, um, were not it. <laughs> I think so. Our first episode was actually with Tyler who's, mm -hmm. who's come on for the, uh, wealthy sports lounge. And uh, the other day in our group chat between the three of us, someone sent out a link to the first episode with Tyler. And I was like, I thought we said we weren't going to listen to that one anymore <laughs> because it was bad microphones, bad audio interface, bad editing. It was, uh, yeah. The audio, you want to talk about our first audio interface a little bit? You could describe uh, it better than I could. So our first setup, uh, Justin had gotten these like deal microphones and they were condenser mics for anyone in the audio industry. They're super noisy, not really good for having a conversation where you're facing someone else and having clean audio. In addition to that, our audio interface was um, something that was given to me for free because it was kind of broken and it was for a PA system. And it was like, even two years ago, it was like 25 years old. 
Uh, so there were there was noise everywhere. The noise floor was like 25 decibels and it was just yeah, it was it was bad. It was very bad. But if you want to go listen to our first episode and you'll hear what that what that sounds Joe, like. Joe spent <laughs> probably 18 hours editing the first episode because not because we didn't know what we were doing and there yeah. was mic breathing and crossover and you know it was it was bad. So yeah, um, I I don't even know how long my my first one took. Probably something similar. Yeah, yeah. and he, and yeah, I it was like four hours of recorded audio because we started drinking. Also true. Yes, and we got very drunk <laughs> yeah. the first episode and just thought basically we thought that we were gonna be Joe Rogan and we're just gonna <laughs> drink a lot and just talk and it would be funny. And you know what? It was funny. There, <laughs> there yeah. were a lot of funny moments. Well, I mean. We we started out talking and like just doing a little bit of interview about get to know Tyler and then only two hours in did we did you guys start talking about the NFL? It was like the fir- our first episode was interviewing Tyler and then it was a an NFL season preview and they like broke down over unders on every team and like picked division winner predictions and like it was just the whole thing and it was it was so much. <laughs> And we just kept drinking more and more and more. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. Ben, what what was what has been have you ever had a guest come on your show and they've I maybe it, you got like, you know, you, you brought them on to talk about a certain something and then the conversation completely like drifted off and you ended up talking about something different. Have you had that happen a few times or do you normally try to like keep the conversation like really stringent and on point? I mean, yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely a script I try to follow. Um, I mean, I, I do write a script of different questions and ideas uh, for each guest, but um, at the same time, you know, I, I kind of like it when they stray off a little bit. It, it kind of brings in different topics that I hadn't previously thought of, which I think is fun. Um, you know, anytime that's happened, they've been really good, I guess, kind of lead offs. So, okay. No, that's awesome, man. Joseph, cool. that's about all I got, Ben. But yeah. um, can't thank you enough for coming on the show um, yeah. and dealing with our technical difficulties. <laughs> and then I guess for anyone else listening, yes. uh, Ben, do you want to plug uh, all your stuff, socials, where they can find yep. your podcast, all that kind of stuff? I would love to. If you do want to check out the Baseline Podcast, uh, you can go check out my YouTube at the Baseline Podcast or Instagram at the Baseline Pod. Yeah, all my videos will be there. Uh, listed for you guys to watch and you know it's a good time honestly i promise <laughs> ben can't thank you enough uh good luck to the jazz this season yeah and uh hopefully uh, you guys don't finish last because based <laughs> on the trade situation it sounds like that's a real possibility so <laughs> possible but you know i i, I hope not <laughs> <laughs> all right ben thanks so much thank you